0: Listening to the Learning to Believe Again podcast with your host, Brittany Bexton. everyone and welcome to the podcast. We're doing a special episode this week that is just leading into the new year since next week it will be the new year already. So I have Kristen Chipman and Todd Mitchell on with me today. I know both of them through some prophetic groups online. They are both incredible people. They hear from the Lord. Kristen Chipman is a wife and a mother and an intercessor, and she works on the ministry team for Tommy John's Grace to Grow in the Prophetic. She loves the Lord and loves to hear from him. Todd Mitchell is a prophet and prophetic artist. You can check out his work online. So I am so excited to have both of them on today and to hear from both of them what they have been hearing from the Lord for the year ahead. Now, we still have days left in 2022. So we are ringing out those days for all that they are worth. And I am believing God for amazing things in the remaining days of 2022. But we also know that God speaks about the future and he has been speaking to all of us. So I'm excited to have everyone on today. Hey, Todd, I would love to hear from you now. What has God been speaking to you about for the new year?
1: So I've been hearing lots of things. And uh, what I've learned over the years is if you start to see a pattern or if you start to see things come up in multiple places uh, to really to kind of key on those. um, So the biggest thing that I've been hearing for 23 is uh, what is hidden will be brought to the light. What is hidden uh, will be brought to the light, or what is concealed will be revealed. And I believe for individuals that hidden sin, secret sin that people have, is going to be revealed in some way or some form. Uh, I also believe this is a corporate word. So uh, corporate secrets, uh, secret organizations, secret agendas, secret societies, um, all of this stuff is going to be brought out and uh is going to be made known in this this coming year uh mark 420 mark 422 says for whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed and whatever is concealed is meant to be brought out in the open and then in luke 12 uh jesus is talking and says that everything is hidden will be covered Everything hidden and covered up will soon be exposed, for the facade is falling down, and nothing will be kept secret for long. So, for the individual, for individual people, I believe that the Lord wants us to come clean. I believe the Lord, is, the Lord wants to heal us. He wants to heal us of all these these sins and all these these uh, hidden things. And for us to be healed of these things, um, we need to bring those to the light, because we can't be healed. <laughs> if we're continuing to hide our sins and we can't be healed if we're continuing to hide inner wounds. And so some of us are sick and some of us are not prospering that the way the Lord wants us because we're hiding our sins and Jesus wants to heal of those things. And for us to be healed of those things, we need to expose them to the Lord and to others so that he can help us. So I saw in a vision, I saw a vision of a person Washing their hands while wearing rubber gloves, and that seems. At first, I just thought it was kind of funny. Like, why are you washing your hands wearing you rubber gloves? That just doesn't make sense. And yeah. then I saw, um, I saw a vision of a person, uh, a man taking a shower uh, wearing a raincoat. And I'm like again, I'm like you're taking. A sh- how is what is going on here? Taking a shower with the raincoat, and then the Lord told me that the hidden words. Uh, The hidden wounds that we have cannot be healed if they're hidden. Hidden and infected wounds cannot be healed if they're covered up. Mm. Wounds can't be cleansed if they are in hiding. Um, And if we are keeping things covered up, uh, we're putting uh, raincoats on or rubber gloves and still trying to be washed clean, um, we're not going to be washed clean like we should be. And in fact, these hidden things are going to continue to fester and become infected, so they need to be exposed for the Lord to heal them. And I believe this is the case for the church too, because we have the church has many secrets that it's hiding. That leaders are hiding things, um, the church corporately. I think, uh, and that's preventing the church from growing. I think that's
0: yeah.
1: th- that is preventing the church from being the church that Jesus wants to be, wants us to be. And so, I believe that Jesus is going to cause a lot of these things to be exposed. And in that exposure, that is where the healing is going to happen. That's where the, the, that wound is going to be opened up to uh, the healing power of Christ and um, become washed clean. Uh, I believe that's true for in the national setting. I believe that's true with politics. Regardless of what side of the aisle you fall on, um, politicians have lots of dirty secrets and I think um, these things will, are going to be brought to the light here in the new year. Um, I think that goes for public officials, for politicians, for celebrities, people that have been very good at hiding their secrets. I believe the truth is about ready to come out. And then uh, in my vision, I saw a public shower. I saw saw a shower like in the middle of a, uh, a large... Um, open area like a, a town square and there was one shower in the middle of this town square and there was a line of naked people, um, men and women all shapes and sizes um, but they were all covering up. they were all trying to to hide their nakedness or trying to to hide um, these the stuff that was going on. they're trying to hide their guilt and their shame waiting in line for the shower. And I believe that showing that this the overall secret sins that that uh, is in the government is going to be exposed. Hmm. But I believe we can get ahead of it. I believe that when we confess our sins to Jesus Christ, before he reveals it, if we go to him and we ask for his help, we ask for his grace and we ask others for help. I believe that's where we can have that healing. But if we don't wait. If we wait for him to do it, it's going to be um, a lot more ugly. So yeah. if if anyone is struggling with a, a hidden sin somewhere, a hidden agenda, a hidden something, it would be better to come out and confess that to, um, to somebody, uh, an accountability partner, a pastor, a group of friends, uh, close advisors. But most importantly, um, to expose that to to the, the healing power of Christ, because that is where the healing and the cleansing can come. I believe that there's so many people hiding their secret sins because they don't fear the Lord. I think they're, they're hiding their secret sins because they're afraid of other people. Hmm. They're, they have a fear of man. They have a fear of public shame and they have a fear of the human consequences to their sin. And the problem is we don't fear God, we should f- have a, a greater fear for God for hiding yeah. these things than a fear for man, and so God wants to return us to this, this this fear, this awe and and trembling and reverence for God, and not take Him for for advantage, because He already knows our sins, and He wants to yeah. expose them. Um, he wants us to expose them ahead so that we can be healed. And I think we need to return that back to that fear of the Lord. We we want to return back and say, you know, Lord, heal me of this thing. I have this thing going on. Please send me some help. Send me a, a partner that can help me um, cleanse me, Lord, of these, these sins. Yeah. Because I know you've been hearing this too, Brittany. I know that you had a podcast on um, uh, God will not be mocked. Yeah. And what I think... What I think is happening is not what I think. I know what is happening is people are doing one thing publicly. They're saying one thing publicly, maybe even in the church or maybe the, even in church leadership or whatever they're doing. Uh, maybe they're prophesying or whatever they're doing. They're doing publicly, but then they're doing something totally contradictory in their private life. Uh, and when they do that, they're mocking God. They're yeah. they're they're saying one thing. Out of their mouth, but then in their heart uh, and in their their actions and their 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 private habitual sin, they're not they're not honoring God. And God, He won't. As you know, Brittany, God will not be mocked, and He will He will he, will he wants to break people of that. So we can either repent and ask God for forgive us and heal us, or He's going to expose it. Uh, it's going to be exposed one way or another. So we might as well do it with His help ahead of uh you know kind of get ahead of the game if if you will just to to have him help us and cleanse us and and work us through it so that we can be healed and then we can walk in a place of victory yes but not exposing not confessing our sin is like taking a shower with a raincoat on um and hoping that we get clean and then this old hymn i'm sure you know it um the victory in jesus Mm. Um, it's a that old old hymn I'm not yes. gonna sing it I'll let you <laughs> sing it but I'm not singing it but the chorus line is oh victory in Jesus my savior forever he sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood he loved me ere I knew him and all my love is due him he plunged me to victory in the cleansing flood that mm-hmm. cleansing flood will come and cleanse you and secure you and heal you if if it ex- becomes exposed, if you let that out, um, show that, and have God's God's help to um, to to be healed, because hiding these sins is just not going to, it's just not going to do us any good. The cleansing flood of His love, His grace, His fe- and His healing is found in revealing our hidden, our hidden stuff. That's where the healing is is in the yes. reveal. So. Whether we want to reveal it ourselves ahead of time or um, we want God to do it, I believe in 23 is a year for uh, hidden things to be revealed. So that's, that's what I, I have on my uh, 2023 forecast.
0: Thank you so much for sharing. I love what you shared. And yeah, speaking of the God will not be mocked word, part of what came up with that is I feel that people have seen partial breakthroughs that felt halted and even maybe partial healings that felt halted over time. And God's like, no, I'm not the God of partial breakthrough. I'm the God that breaks all the way through. And it makes me think of what you were just sharing about like showering with a raincoat. You know, he cleanses us completely. He will not allow that middle ground. He will break through to bring full and complete cleansing. And as you were saying, it's like people are afraid of the consequences or of being exposed to humans, to the consequences of their actions. But God is a good God. That's right. And when we bring things before him and we allow him to do that cleansing, he makes things right again.
1: That's right. Through yeah.
0: repentance, we can even have redemption brought to our lives in areas that we may have made massive mistakes or have deep regrets because God is a God of redemption. He even can redeem the time.
1: That's right. Yeah. I, I think it's, you know, we, I think people understand the power of cleansing. I think they understand the power of the cleansing blood of Jesus Christ, but I think they, 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 we all, uh, Tend to want to take a shower with a, with a raincoat on. It's like, yeah, I want to get cleansed, I want to be healed, but um, I'm not going to expose all of it. And when we don't expose all of it, then we have, um, then we're we're going to be stuck with a festering wound. So I think it, it's really important as we move forward, um, as individuals, um, corporately, individuals and corporately, that we really that we really expose it all for his his healing power.
0: Yeah. And I think with that, God exposes things to us that need to be healed as well.
1: That's right. Because sometimes
0: there are things, you know, I think of the word cognitive dissonance a lot. You know, I raise awareness for domestic abuse. So that particular phrase comes up a lot with that. But that's one of those things that needs to be exposed. It's not always just what we hide from others. Sometimes it's what we hide from ourselves or what the enemy tries to hide from us and i believe that god's going to expose those things this year as well and just really cleanse away everything that is not of him so that the truth fully wins
1: out. Yeah, that's where the power of the testimony is, right? That's yeah. the power we we get so afraid of of sharing all of our garbage with people because we're afraid of of what they're going to think of us. But the the other side of that is the testimony, the testimony of of because of because I was like this, because I was doing this, God redeemed me. God uh, cleansed me. God made me right. It doesn't matter your sin. It doesn't matter how bad you think it is. The cleansing power is in Christ. The cl- that, but you got to expose it. you got to say, yeah. hey, um, I, was, I was once this, and now I'm not. I'm, I'm counseling a guy um, who's a, he's a pedophile. Uh, he's a convicted sex offender, um, and it's it's a horrible horrible sin. Uh, now we don't want to rate sin and all this kind of stuff, but he's afraid to expose it because of what people will. I said, but the power of the testimony that will come out of your redemption is greater than any any. Public ridicule that you're going to get. Step into that light. Step step into that cleansing, so God can heal you and use you as a testimony. Um, so it's it's all of our decision to to want to to step into that shower, um, yeah, naked <laughs> as we should, so that we can be cleansed,
0: naked and unafraid, the way it was intended in That's the garden. Right.
1: right. That's right.
0: So with that. I would love to have you close out that thought with prayer, and I just want to say that i I think with that fear, sometimes you know you hear that phrase, "I've heard this said by a number of people. People make changes either when it gets too painful to stay the same or there's a greater purpose that they're being called towards. so I would say my prayer for people would be that they feel the greater purpose, the goodness that God has for them and are called towards that so that they don't have to get to a place where it's the pain that drives them instead of the beauty of what God actually has. That's right. But if if you want to seal up that word and just pray over the audience, I would love
1: that. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for uh, revealing your truth to us. Dear Lord, we, we know the power of the truth. We know the power of the truth in your word. We go to it daily to to seek your truth for um in the matter of things. Lord, so help us to expose our truth. Help us to expose these hidden things that we have festering in our lives. Help us to expose these to you and to others, dear Lord, because, Lord, we know that is where the testimony is. Lord, we know that you will redeem us. We know that you will comfort us in the midst of, of feeling um, pain and, and struggle in admitting this these sins that we have, dear Lord. We know that there is re- redemption there we know that there is victory there in that cleansing blood that you that you flood upon us daily dear lord so as we move into this new year for anybody who is struggling with any any sort of hidden thing dear lord i pray that you are compassionate to us i pray that you are loving and kind and generous and graceful as you are to us as we heal from these things and that we can be your testimony Um, in this this world and beyond. In Jesus' beautiful name,
0: amen. Lord, amen. Thank you so much for sharing, Todd, and thank you for coming on today. Have a blessed holiday. All
1: right. Thanks, Brittany.
0: Okay, Kristen, I would love to hear from you next. What has the Lord been telling you about 2023?
2: hey Brittany thank you so much for having me on here um I'm really excited about what the Lord has for 2023 and as you said 2022 is not done so I am um, I'm here and there are some things that I am really standing for um before the end of the year because I believe that this next season, that we're heading into and a season of new, a new thing that the Lord is doing. And that does not have anything to do with the fact that the year, one year is ending and the next year's beginning. Um, I really just feel very strongly that we have been standing at the threshold for a long time. And now it's time to walk. Yes. Um, And so, um, Actually, we were talking behind the scenes a little bit before, and that I was saying that it was like a crossing the Jordan moment, kind of since Rosh Hashanah time, um, like September ish. Uh, but it's just been a lot slower of a crossing the Jordan than I expected. <laughs> but the waters are st- the waters of the year are standing in a heap on either side that we can cross on dry land, and that's what we've been doing. We've been crossing. Crossing over into the new place, into the new time, and taking the new land, and so I am super excited to finish out this year well and enter into the new year um, in a new place with yes. new things going forth. Um, and so I've been praying. Um, I've been praying for a couple of weeks now about what the Lord has for me personally next year. And, and, um, like what my word for the year is, because I've been doing that for a few years and God has always been really faithful to show me throughout the year that the word that he gives me is the word that I need to cling to. And that I, that, that, um, that is transformative, um, and building in me. Um, so the word, my word for, um, very quickly for 2022 was um, that it would be the year of worship. And the Lord has really um, powerfully done some powerful, powerful work in my heart through worship this year. Some habits have been built that have been really precious and some things the Lord has really used worship because I believe that worship is a door um, to the heart of the father. Absolutely. And, yeah. And so he's been using um Worship to break down some things in my life that needed to go, <laughs> and um, and to build some things in my life that needed to be built. And so, anyway, I've, as I've been seeking Him, and I kind of was just like, it's it's been a little bit of like, mm, you know, Lord, what is it, you know? And I don't usually think too hard about it. The first couple of years, I did thought really hard. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just like <laughs> I don't really think too hard about it because I just want the Lord to put whatever He has for me before me. It's yeah. not my choice, it's his. And um so the word that the Lord gave me was increase. And I am super pumped. And so I've actually what I've been praying into that is that it's all God increase. Yeah. Um, that the enemy would have no foothold to increase in my life, but instead it would only be the Lord's increase. And I keep hearing this, mm-hmm. he must increase and I must decrease. And, but I know that out of that, like, like, he has increased for every area of my life. And what's really kind of funny is that at the Glory and Prayer Institute, um, I got a personal word from the stage. From Shamel Solomon, which has never happened to me in my entire life. Um, (laughs) Like, it totally blew me away. I immediately texted everyone I knew. (laughs) Because I have just, I've never, ever had that happen before. And it was a powerful word. It was very short, but it was was powerful. And it was about Jehovah Jireh. Yeah. What? I just re-listened to it this morning, actually, before we came on for the first time. Um, And I had remembered it pretty well. But what I didn't remember was that she used the word increase, that there was an increase, a major increase coming for me. And so I'm like, God, you're so good. I didn't even remember that she said that. I had like no remembrance of that. And um, that was not the part that I that I grabbed hold of. And so I'm so excited because I feel like God is just really being faithful to show me that he's actually he has been speaking this over me since, you know, since October already. And I am um, I didn't even like put the the pieces together. So anyway, so. I feel like this is a word. It's a word for me. This is a personal thing, but there's a communal word to be had in this increase as well. And the reason for that is because a couple of days ago, I just had my Bible. I've had my Bible open and I've been in and out um, of my office where I'm at right now. Was it open to um, Luke 24 And every time I come in, my eyes have kind of landed on the same verse in Luke 24. And I've been just kind of meditating on this. I haven't really, you know, my other Bible, I have, I have several Bibles, but my other one I've been reading elsewhere, but, but every time I've come in and and just sat with the word, my eyes keep landing on these particular verses and it's Luke 24, um, 27 and 28. And this is after Jesus had risen Um, and it's the, it's the recounting of the road to Emmaus when he encounters the two that are there and they're grieved and they're sorrowful. And, um, they're like, you know, he encounters them and and they're like, well, haven't you heard? Are you the only person in Jerusalem who hasn't heard about this? This man, Jesus, we thought he was the Messiah. And then Jesus (laughs) He says to them, Oh, foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And so he, he like rebukes them a little bit, like, you know, like, yeah. it shouldn't happen. Like, don't you know the scriptures? Like, this was supposed to happen. And, and so 27 says, and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. And I love that particular verse, especially because it shows us that the old Testament scripture is all about Jesus. That's what it is. It's a picture of Jesus. It's a picture of the father. It's a picture of the Holy spirit. And it's a picture of who Jesus was then in the old Testament, in the old covenant, and who he is now, and what he did that completed the old covenant to build and in and, and um, build the new covenant. Yeah. Um, and so I particularly love that because it it just speaks to how the whole Bible is a picture of the beauty of Jesus and who he is—the perfect lamb, the perfect lamb. Um, and um. I've really just uh, that verse I've thought a lot about in the last few months, or actually longer than that year. But, but this next verse is the one that really, that keeps grabbing me. And it says, and then they drew near to the village where they were going. And he indicated that he would have gone farther. Mm-hmm. And I think that, and that's what I have underlined. And he indicated that he would have gone farther. And I think that this is really particular picture of Jesus and the Holy Spirit and even the Father, his heart for us. He always wants to go further. He never stops Mm. unless we stop.
0: Mm, Amen.
2: Right. And if we want an increase of Jesus in our lives, we have to be willing to go further. Amen. We have to be willing because he indicated that he would have gone further. He would have kept traveling to them, he would have kept traveling with them, he would have kept expounding on the scriptures, he would have kept revealing himself, he would have kept going. Yes. But they, but they constrained him saying, abide with us for it is toward evening and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them. So they were the ones that stopped him. They were the ones that restrained him from going further, the further he would have gone. And how far is that? We won't know. Right. But what we do know is that he wanted to go further. He wanted to continue revealing himself. He wanted to do more than what he had already done. And I just think like, I just love that because it's a picture of how Jesus always meets us with more than what we ask for. We ask for something and he's like, his hand is open for more. And, and I, you know, and I'm here, I've, I'm contending and standing on the word of God for a, for a absolutely miraculous, un, not, I'm not going to say unheard of, but kind of unheard of, unprecedented healing. I'm standing on that, believing that for my own body. And I have this thing is that he actually wants more than that for me. He actually wants more. He has a bigger vision for me than I have for myself. <laughs> and so I'm like, Lord, you know, I feel like I'm dreaming really big, God. <laughs> and I think he's saying, like, you're not dreaming big enough.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I
2: mean, yeah. And so... um, so I've really just been been chewing on this like you would have gone further. You only stopped because they they asked you to. And, and and I was praying as I was praying this morning, I said, Lord, I don't ever want to stop you. I don't ever want to stop you. I don't ever want to stop your work in my life. I don't ever want to hint. Like I don't want to be a hindrance, and not that they were a hindrance. What needed to happen happened, there. Okay, so I'm not saying that at all. But I don't ever want to be in a place where he indicates that he wants to go further, and I'm like, no.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> you know? I want to always be in the place where if he indicates he wants to go further, I'm all in. Like yes. Go for it. And I think this is where the Lord is calling his people. He's calling us to be yes people, to be go for it people, to be don't stop here, Jesus. Let's keep going. Tell me more. That's the response. That's the response that I want to have. Tell me more. Show me more. Show me more in the scriptures who you are. Take me deeper to where you are. And that's what he's calling his people to. In this season, we're being called forth to an increase of him and he wants us not to constrain him. His desire is that we would not constrain him. But instead, we allow him to go further and further. And I know for me personally, I have put restraints on the Lord in the past because I haven't trusted him fully because I haven't understood him fully because I haven't, um, I haven't known my identity the way I know it now. And I have constrained him. And, and I think like now I'm like, "Mm -mm. I don't want to like no holds barred Jesus, (laughs) because I know that you are good and I know that you have good for me. And I know that you dream bigger than I do and you have more for me than I have for myself even. And so I want to trust you that when you indicate to me that you want to go further, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. And I I just want to encourage um, everyone who's listening to this to just say that to the Lord. I'm right there with you because he is a good God. His hand is always open towards us. You know, sometimes the answers to our prayers are no, for whatever reason, but he is always open to us and he does always do good for us. And so, and then the, the, the other scripture that goes along with this, that really um, always gets me, because I just love this. This particular accounting is just very beautiful to me. And I really, it becomes more beautiful as time goes on. Um, but when it says um, after their eyes were open and they knew him and he vanished from their sight. So like mm. they didn't know who he was until he broke the bread. But that's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> um, but they said then and they said to one another, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us? Mm. And I love that because it's like when we are willing to walk with him. And listen and and have our hearts be open to the things that he speaks to us. Our hearts burn. They yeah. burn. And it's beautiful burning. There's nothing wrong with that kind of burning. It's not the burn of passion that fizzles out. It's yeah. the burn of the, the, the all-consuming fire that does not consume. Yeah. You know, it's the burning bush. Uh-huh. You know?
0: It consumes everything of the enemy, but it yeah, it can, yeah, us.
2: that's the thing. It consumes everything that's not of him. Yeah, but it leaves behind mm-hmm. everything that he sees and desires, and he created in us. So that's what I mean when I yes. say the all-consuming fire that does not consume. It yes. consumes everything that's not from him. Yeah, but it leaves us perfected and beautiful and holy in his sight, the way yes. he desires us to be. Mm. And, um, and I, that's what I want. I want to, I want my heart to burn within me and I want to hear him indicating that he would go further with me and say, yes, yes, because I want my heart to continue burning. I don't want it to stop, you know, and they, and they, and they, they were very happy, you know, and they were very joyful at that time. Um, and this is a joyful account and that's one of the reasons why I love it. But I just wish, you know, I wish they had not constrained him. Yes. <laughs> because I, I want to know what more he would have said. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and that's what I want in my life. Like, what more do you have to say? Let me not constrain you. Let me take all constraints off of you. Jesus, be the. um <laughs> Be the wild unrestrained one in my life. And, and that's what I, I really think that the Lord desires for so many of us is that we have, and like I said, I've done this. We have put restraints on the Lord. We have dreamt small, thinking it was enough. And instead, He wants us to dream big. He wants us to go further. He he doesn't want to stop yeah. where we're at. Yep. You know, he's obliging because he's a gentleman, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but he doesn't necessarily want to. I think he wants to take so many of us so much further than we have ever gone. Amen. And he desires that um, communion because that's what ended up happening. He was made known through communion. Ah, how beautiful that is. What a beautiful picture. Um, The increase of Christ. The increase of Christ through the scripture and then and then made known through the through communion and and the act of communion is very beautiful, but we just need to think about the word. Yeah. Like he's made known through communion with him. Yes. And, and so how much more should we desire I desire to go further than the than the people on the road to Emmaus with the yeah. Lord. I desire that and um and i have to put legs to it but <laughs> you know at times because there are times when i'm like mm, you know life happens tired things get in the way or whatever but um but i want to be i want to be that person that always says yes to him when he indicates he wants to go further and i feel like he's always indicating that Because he's always pouring out on us, even if it, you know, doesn't necessarily seem like it. You know, I've had a couple of like frustrations this morning and just things that are like irritating to my (laughs) a little bit, you know, irritating to my spirit. And and, and I was like, dang, you know, but the thing is, is that in the past I would have gotten caught up in some of those things and probably been like flouncing around all like irritated and whatever and this morning it was just more along the way the lines of like mm, really <laughs> 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 like you know I mean I did yell at my cats because they were doing this um I did yell at them um and and I told them you know I told them some things <laughs> but I wasn't really like super angry. It was just more along the lines of like, mm, you guys.
0: <laughs> you right. um,
2: and, um, and to me, that's a testimony of the work of the Lord in my life. Honestly, because yeah. it would have been before that could have just totally derailed my day. And, just going to have a crummy day now because these these things happened and whatever. And my cats are being jerks and, and <laughs> you know, and and this other stuff happened and whatever. And it, it didn't. It's not, to me, I'm like, it's not worth the, the energy to derail my day. Yeah. I would much rather just move on and have a good day.
0: Absolutely. That's what God has. You know, yes. I just so much of what you said make me makes me think of the verse where it says you know more than we can ask think or even imagine yeah that's what god wants to do
2: yes and that's what i see here because he indicated that he would have gone further yeah which is more than we can ask think or imagine yeah like just the overflow and how in the world can we overflow into other people the love and the beauty of Christ and who he is if we refuse to go further with him right if we allow cuz like for me a lot of it was fear you know i was and and a lot of that fear was based in in the wrong theology wrong thinking yeah. about who god was and once i was able to get free of the fear and the, the and got the solid doctrine and the solid teaching, you know, um, then it became the the Lord really showed me like you can trust me, yeah, with this stuff. It's okay, you know. And yeah. because before I was very like tight fisted, like I will give you everything of me except this little bit over here <laughs> and this little <laughs> bit over here, Jesus. And and he doesn't want that. Like right. I mean he'll take he'll he because he's a loving and gracious and ever, ever, you know, merciful God, he'll take what he get what he can get, but that's not his heart. That's not his heart. His desire is truly to to have all of us without fear.
0: Yeah. And, and the beauty of that is he restores us to everything that we were meant to be and heals us completely when we give it all to him.
2: Yeah. And that's the thing. And like, I've had to really wrestle with fear even about healing because I have, um, I've lived with this condition for so long. I've actually lived with it for more than half of my life. So um, I don't remember what it's like um, to live without it. Mm-hmm. And so I had to let that, like there was some fear about related to that. Like, what does life look like if I don't live with this? And I'm totally past that now. I'm like, I just want to be done. I'm done. (laughs) And then, you know, and the Lord has promised me my healing. I know the healing is here. I've been healed. Healing is, is like, it is the, it's literally the only thing that is, is that I'm waiting on is the manifestation. Yes. I know that I'm healed. I know exactly when it happened. I know how it happened. I know where it like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah no, <laughs> you know <laughs> there is no question. it's just the manifestation that I'm really continuing for, but I did prior to all of that, I had to walk through the fear, yeah had allowed like it's just come come in of like what would it even look like to live without this this disease, and that
0: can go the same way for things that aren't diseases too, you know okay. unhealthy patterns in relationship that people oh, grew up with and they've never known anything else, you know? So yeah, the thought of living without some of the chaos, it's like, can I even do it? Am I, you know, like there's so oh, many yeah. things that go along oh, yeah. with that, but God says,
2: yes. And I have so much better for you. Oh my God. So much yes. greater. And I can Trust like me. really speak to that too, even right now, because my growing up was super chaotic and lots of like, dysfunctional cycles and things that I was finding myself getting caught up in for many, many years. And the Lord has taken me really on this journey and it's been a long journey, but the last year has really am- like ramped that tremendously of um, just getting out of those cycles because my prayers were always, even without knowing some of and so many of the things that I know, God was so good. He, he put on my heart to pray that, the family junk would end with me. Yes. And that my kids wouldn't walk through that. And that it wouldn't like I wouldn't continue those cycles in my children. Yeah. And um and my prayer even when my children were very, very young was that they would pray different prayers than I prayed. Mm. and it was specific a lot of it was specifically thinking about some of those cycles and so the last um, few months i've really been uh dealing with breaking off some things and i find that my peace level has just increased and increased and increased and there's some uncomfortable things i've had to deal like deal with some junk like not good stuff like on my end from family who doesn't respond well um, or doesn't understand at all, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, and at this point, I mean, my family's walking through like some tremendous drama right now and I'm like, I'm out, yo. Love y'all. <laughs> God's got better.
0: You know, <laughs> yes. the words that you shared and this really leads into what I wanted to share for the upcoming year and just what God's been speaking to me about what he's doing now and leading into this year because you know he's working on some of this now and there's going to be an increase of this over time I believe I think that's part of the word too it's like he has so much more for us and he's also increasing in what he's already been doing yes kind of ramping up so I had a dream a few weeks ago now And when I woke up, I was like, that's what the Lord has to say, especially for the body of Christ. But just in general, the reason I, well, you know what, let me share the dream and then I'll explain. (laughs) It's easier to share and then explain. So I had a dream and in the dream, it was me and I believe a couple of friends, we were contending, praying together for some things and we were seeing things happen. But it was almost like we had like a bird's eye view or a God picture of what was happening, Mm -hmm. almost like we were watching in like a Petri dish or or like a like we just had this God picture of what was going on and we could see things breaking through. Mm -hmm. We could see the wrong stuff falling away and we were breaking through the demonic walls, you know, and we were getting to the breakthrough and it was starting. We could see the the negative stuff breaking away. And then it was like the enemy would see or the demons involved or whatever would see that things were breaking and then they would shift and they would try to build like more of a barrier there, you know, or like throw themselves in the middle And there were moments of frustration of like, we were breaking through. Why are we dealing with more resistance again? You know, like I saw the breaking and then it was like, no, the frustration would last for just a second. And God in all of this was speaking to us and he was giving words and he was saying what he was going to do. And he was talking about the breakthroughs that he was going to bring Now, you know, there's a verse in the Bible that says the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Well, let's just say, I can't remember all the specifics, but some of the things God was saying sounded pretty violent. You know, (laughs) like we think about breaking through dams and the water gushing forth and a flood happening, but like the flood of his presence, you know, and we think of earthquakes and walls being torn down and There are some violent things that happen in the kingdom of God, but every time it does, it's to wash away the wrong or to tear down what's wrong, to make way for what's right. So there would be this moment of frustration and then God would speak a word again and we would just shift and we would shift our prayers and our strategy because God would give us fresh strategy. And in the process, we were breaking through. We were starting to undermine what was going on with the enemy (laughs) in our prayers and God was tearing it apart, you know, like washing the things away. So there would be breakthrough and then like the enemy would come in and then we would adjust and we would keep pushing and there'd be more breakthrough. But it was very clear that God was working and it was like, don't get discouraged, just keep going, keep pressing. I'm in this and I will break through, you know? wow. So in the midst of this, There was this moment where there were these two little girls playing and they must have belonged somehow to the people that I was praying with. I I don't remember anyone's faces specifically, but they're like running around and being silly and just being little kids. And they saw me catch them, like just see them. And they got all sheepish and they're like, I'm sorry. I know that we were getting into mischief. And I just smiled and I kind of pulled them in for like a little snuggle and put my arms around them. I'm like, no, no, it's okay. You were doing what kids are supposed to do. You were interested and you were adventuring and exploring. That's okay. You're supposed Mm -hmm. to do those things. You're supposed to be curious. And then they said, some of those things that God was saying sounded really scary. Some of those things that God said that he was going to do sounded really scary. And I'm sitting there and I'm holding those little girls, you know, I have my arms around them and I smile because I realized that to their ears, it probably did sound scary because they weren't mature yet in the faith. They didn't necessarily understand how God works and how good he is, even in those violent moves of the Lord, you know, Mm -hmm. and I smiled and I looked at them and I said, Oh girls, I understand how that could have sounded scary, Mm -hmm. but sometimes When we pray and press and believe for things that God has shown us that God wants to do, he has to do big moves sometimes Mm. to make everything that is not right and is not good and is not of him fall away. Sometimes the only way that we can get that breakthrough that we've been contending so hard for is for God to do a dramatic move. Mm. But the good news is that when God does it, it's always good. Amen. And I just, I love what you were saying because sometimes we have to set aside the fear to let God do what He needs to do. And sometimes what He needs to do, like... The process of it might seem scary or terrifying, or it might sound scary, you know, Mm -hmm. or maybe even in the moment it looks really rough, but actually, what he's doing is just shaking away all of the things that don't belong so that he can bring the true breakthrough. He can bring the true revelation. He can bring the true fulfillment of the promise and he can completely destroy the enemy for our sake, Mm -hmm. you know, and just wipe out. Not just. I I catch myself saying that there's no just with God. He is greater than the just, but He wipes He wipes away all the things that are not of Him, all the things that don't belong, all the things that have been hindering our lives or hurting us, all the things that have been in the way of the breakthrough. And sometimes it takes that dramatic move. Yeah. And what I felt the little girls represented really were people that didn't fully understand God's goodness yet and mm-hmm. the way he operates, that they're kind of babies in Christ or or new people to the faith or people even that maybe don't know God yet, not really. And they need us to show them, oh, it's okay. It's going to be okay. God's in this. God's yeah. in this. Yeah, And he's working through this and he's making things right, you know. And just the encouragement for those of us who have been contending so hard that he is breaking through. Like there was a sure word in that, that he is breaking through. And and that despite what anyone has faced in the last year with disappointment where we thought that a breakthrough was here or that it had finally come and we just haven't yet seen the full manifestation, that even though it seemed like that in a moment because the enemy saw the breakthrough and tried to put up resistance, God's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but I have a new strategy and I know what I'm doing.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: he's the God of the total breakthrough.
2: Yeah. He, he
0: so stop. No, he, he doesn't, doesn't stop. stop. Yeah. And yeah. there might be some massive shaking mm-hmm. and there might be the flood of his presence that comes in a dramatic way. Mm-hmm. And there might be some things that look a little odd to begin with, but he is in it. And because he is in it, he is working all things for good yeah. and he is shaking away the things that don't belong. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, I'm not going to go too deeply into this, but he's just been speaking about resurrection a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to do just a tiny teaching out of John 11, you know, Mary and Martha, had asked Jesus to come and save their brother mm. because he was sick and he needed to be healed. They asked Jesus to come and heal him. Well, Jesus says at the beginning of that chapter that this illness will, Laz, the illness that Lazarus had will would not end in death. So God spoke; He gave a promise. Mm-hmm. Everyone assumed that meant Lazarus would not die, but Lazarus actually died. Yeah. They had to experience that loss before they could experience the promise. Mm -hmm. And it did not look good. Yeah. And in the process, it did not feel good. Mm -hmm. They grieved the death of Lazarus. They felt that God had not shown up.
1: Yeah.
0: But Jesus did show up. He showed up four days after Lazarus died. And he wept with them because of the pain that they had mm-hmm. had to suffer because he wept over the pain that death and the enemy had even brought in that his people had to deal with. And yet he also knew that he had to do a much greater move than what they had asked for, for everyone there to fully and truly believe. It says in verse John eleven fifteen. 15, For your sakes, I'm glad I waited because now you will truly believe. And then much further on, he weeps with them. And then he says, take me to Lazarus. And they try to say, but Lord, he's been four days dead. (laughs) He's been four days dead. He smells. And Jesus says, open up the tomb, roll the stone away. Mm -hmm. They finally give in. And Jesus calls Lazarus out, Lazarus, come out. And he comes out alive. And Jesus says, take the grave clothes off of him. So it's kind of a weird, that's not exactly the example that I was going to use, but sometimes the process for those of us who have been contending so hard, we have seen breakthrough. We've seen the promise. We know that God said he would show up and we have not seen the fulfillment yet. Mm -hmm. There can be dark days before the resurrection happens. And in that resurrection can be the total fulfillment of what God has promised Mm -hmm. because he promised the fulfillment. He didn't promise that it was going to be easy in the process. He promised that it would not end in Lazarus's death. He never said that Lazarus would not die in the process.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm So, it didn't end in death. Lazarus was raised, Lazarus lived, but the process was a very dramatic process. Mm -hmm. And you know, even when Jesus died on the cross, there was an earthquake that split the ground open and terrified people. And that earthquake in that moment Might have been terrifying, just like those little girls in the dream said some of the things that God said he was doing sounded scary. But in the midst of that earthquake was Jesus defeating hell. Yes. In the midst of that earthquake was Jesus defeating death and Mm -hmm. dealing with the devil. You know, Mm -hmm. that is when he destroyed the enemy for our sake Mm -hmm. and he was raised after. So I just feel that that is what God is going to be doing. He's already doing it. He's already been working. We have already been contending. We've already been seeing those breakthroughs start. Mm -hmm. But what God's been speaking about doing is even greater moves and they're massive things. And they might seem terrifying, but they're not because God's the one doing it. Yeah. And in the midst of his move, in the midst of his earthquake, he is destroying the enemy for our sake. He is Mm -hmm. bringing the fulfillment of the breakthrough.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So light is coming. Yeah. Hang on. Amen. And if you are the ones that have been contending, the breakthrough is coming. And just know that you can be the encouragement to the people that don't know Jesus as well, that don't know the Lord as well, and that don't know how he works and that sometimes he works in the dramatic. So Be the light for those people. Be the encouragement that smiles and says, oh, but when God does the shaking, it means he's making everything right again.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So Mm -hmm. I want to leave you with that. And Kristen, would you like
2: to pray us out? Absolutely. I would love that. Thank you so much. That's such a powerful, I just want to say that, such a powerful dream, Brittany. Like, wow, that's so good. So good. And it goes, you know, it goes in line with so many things that the Lord has been speaking to me personally, you know, and yeah, we're in the shaking and the shifting, but it's, he's in the middle of it. And when we let go and let him, it's not, it's not a thing anymore. It's not scary. (laughs) Not as scary. I'll say that. (laughs) Not as scary. (laughs) There are those stomach
0: flips that you do when you go down a steep yeah. hill, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he's got the
2: wheel. <laughs> it reminds me of that line from the lion, the witch and the wardrobe that says, you know, um, what is it? He's um, when they're talking about Aslan, the great lion, they say something along the lines of like, he's terrible, but he's good. Mm-hmm. You know, as in like he's he's very scary. Yeah. But he's, but he's so scary. Yeah, you know, so scary but also so good. So good. Yeah, and that he's he's everything, everything good.
0: Everything.
1: Yeah.
2: Um tame, and that's what it is. She asked if he's tame. Is he tame? No. He's <laughs> not. He's a very wild lion. But he's good. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> And I love that because that's the truth. That is the truth of who he is. Yeah. He's not the least tame. <laughs> no, no, he is not. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so I would just love to pray. And and I would just love to invite anyone uh, who's listening to this to just enter in, enter into the, the wild wonder of who Jesus is. Yes, Lord. Because he's not tame, but he sure is good. Yes, God. So Jesus, we just honor you right now. We invite you in all your wild beauty yes, to come. Lord. <laughs> and Lord, you, you do you resurrect the dead things? Yes, God. You resurrect the dead things. That you resurrect the dead parts of our hearts. You resurrect. You you can d- resurrect dead relationships. Yes, Lord. You can resurrect. Anything, Father, your power is so strong, Lord, and let us just revel in that. Yes, the power, the power and beauty of your glory, Jesus. I just, we just honor you. We honor you with the remainder of 2022. Oh, we honor you, Lord. Let us just set our hearts before you and burn Lord for you burn away everything that is not of you to the goodness that you have to leave behind your presence. That's what we want, Lord. We want your presence to burn our hearts, father in that, that you would smell the incense of our hearts before you, Jesus, um, as an offering, as an offering, Yes Lord. Father God. I just pray for every single person listening to this that that Jesus that you would increase their lives. Yes God. Be the increase. Yes. Lord. And that they would say yes in the midst of their trembling and their fear and the violence and the things that they're believing for and contending for that don't seem like they're here, that they would say, yes, they will go further with you. Yes, and yes, they will trust you even in the dead things. Yes, God. But they would prophesy that the words would come out of their mouths to prophesy to the dead bones come alive. Yes, God. Hallelujah, God! I just thank you. I thank you that you are doing a new thing in 2023, and that every moment of 2023, Lord, I pray that it would be um, uh, the moments of 2023 would be uh, taking territory, yes, Lord, for the kingdom because of our yes. Yes. Because God, when we say yes to you, that we take territory from the enemy. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, God. I thank you that every heart on here that might be trembling, Lord, you would you would fill it with your peace. Yes, God. And your peace is so much more than just calm. Yes, your Lord. Your peace overwhelms.
0: Yes, it does. Your
2: God. peace, your peace washes, yes, your peace Lord. cleanses, your peace brings us into wholeness. Your peace brings us into righteousness. Your peace yes. is so beautiful. And so, Jesus, I pray for every heart to be covered with your peace. Lord, yes. I pray for every grief to be broken off yes. and replaced with joy. Yes, God. Ah, I pray that this year would be an increase of joy. An increase of, an increase of um, righteousness, an increase of holiness, an increase yes, of Lord. overflow in you, an increase of those who are seeking you and find you in yes, all of Yes, Lord. I thank you, God, that this is the year that that you are going to increase us. Yes, God. You want to go further. Yes, Lord. And Lord, we say yes to you we say yes to you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Kristen and Todd, for joining me today. And thank you listeners for joining us. I hope that this episode encouraged you and that you know that God has good and beautiful things for your future. I hope that you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week. We begin.